What's up, listeners? Welcome back to Black and Cold, a true crime podcast for the overshadowed. I am your host, Nichelle, and I am back this week with a very, very underreported disappearance. Now, before I begin anything, I just want to say happy holidays to everyone. I hope you all are enjoying this time with the people that you love as we are quickly approaching the year of 2023. Yikes. But let's start today's episode, which is officially number 57, and it comes out of the small state of Vermont, when a low-key father mysteriously vanishes after an argument with his significant other. Today, I will be telling you about the disappearance of Ralph Jean Marie. So before I begin this episode, I just want to put it out there that not a lot of information is known about this case. However, if you've been rocking with me for a minute, you know that I don't take any of these cases lightly, and no matter how much is actually known about them, they are just as important as the next one. So I'm going to tell you as much as I can with the information that I was able to find. Ralph Jean Marie grew up in Brockton, Massachusetts, which is a city just south of Boston. He is known to the people closest to him as Riz. That's the nickname that his family and friends would call him. Fabiola, who was one of Ralph's closest cousins that he actually grew up with, and she's also one of the consistent advocates for him in regards to his disappearance, She described Ralph to be soft-spoken, a very helpful person, and someone who could start a conversation easily with anyone. At the time of his disappearance, Ralph was 38 years old, and he was dating a 27-year-old woman named Bridget. Now, the two of them were together for quite some time. They originally met in Brockton, according to the Enterprise's reporting, and sometime during the year of 2010, they decided to make the move together, 200 miles away to Barry, Vermont, which is located in Washington County. So from what I gathered, Ralph has a couple of children that were still in the Brockton, Boston area. I was not able to pinpoint in my research how many children he officially shares with Bridget, but it appears he helped raise three children with her. Now, the two of them did not seem to have the smoothest relationship together. Ralph's family members have made it be known that they argued a lot as a couple and their relationship was quite tumultuous. In 2014, according to the Enterprise, Bridget Huckins, who was only 20 years old at the time, was charged for assault and battery, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, and animal cruelty. This was after she got into an argument with her boyfriend. The boyfriend was not named in this article specifically, but other articles have specified that it was Ralph. She, Bridget, got into this heated argument with Ralph. She was reportedly in a fit of rage, 
and a woman nearby actually tried to defuse the situation. Now, when the woman stepped in, this transpired Bridget into stabbing this lady who was just trying to help in the face. Then the article goes on to say that Bridget stabbed the woman's dog in the neck right after. Oh, girl. I mean, thankfully, no one had any life-threatening injuries after this incident, and the dog only suffered from minor ones as well. But this is just one situation that can give you somewhat of a perspective of the issues that they went through as a couple. And sadly, Bridget's problematic behavior did not stop there. She was arrested a couple of more times after that within the next few years, and this was all for other additional charges. As I was reading up on things for this episode, it became apparent that Bridget was a well-known substance abuse user who has quite a criminal history. We can't say if Ralph was using as well. He may, or he may have not. It doesn't change the severity of his disappearance either way. But like I said, their relationship was just known by everyone to be this volatile one. It seems they had one of those situations where they would break up, then make up. And unfortunately, with time, the couple lost custody of their children. Again, it is very unclear to me of how many they shared together. In February of 2019, the TV Daily News blog obtained conversation between Ralph and his sister Barbara on Facebook. In the messages, you can see that Ralph was just venting to her about his relationship issues with Bridget. He alleged that Bridget was cheating on him with a man he had prior issues with. And Ralph also didn't seem too sure about the paternity for one of her children. And besides having this already very rocky relationship, Ralph and Bridget were struggling financially. From what I've gathered, Ralph was homeless for quite some time while living in Barrie. And it seems he may have couch surfed at a few places and stayed at different shelters in the past. But he unfortunately had his moments where he was struggling to find a place to stay. Now, at the time of his disappearance, him and Bridget were together, and I guess they were trying to make their relationship work. And the couple was actually staying at the Hollow Inn and Motel on South Main Street, and this was on a state voucher program. On Monday, April 13th, 2020, reports say that Bridget and Ralph got into yet another heated argument. And Bridget would later tell authorities that Ralph stormed out of their hotel room around 1 o'clock a.m. and she hasn't seen him since. Ralph was wearing gray pajama pants, a gray jacket, a black and gray hat that said King, and he was also wearing black Adidas sneakers. The biggest question of them all, at least for me, surrounding this case is what happened after that time frame because Ralph would not be officially reported missing until April 15th, really 68 hours after the time he was last seen. And according to an article from Seven Days, one of his friends is actually the person who contacted the city of Barry patrol officers about him. When law enforcement began their investigation into Ralph's vanishing, it seems that right away they were kind of alarmed by the circumstances around it. 
Ralph left behind some very crucial personal belongings in his hotel room. Officers discovered his ID card, his glasses, and his medication all still there. And Ralph needed his glasses. He literally could not see without them, according to his loved ones. Ralph also suffered from sickle cell anemia, so his medication was very important for him to have and obviously take. And it is a known fact that there was no cell phone data to track Ralph, whether that means he didn't have one or have it on him. But due to this fact and with these items left behind, police were not only highly suspicious about his disappearance, but their investigation became extremely difficult because of this. For starters, authorities mentioned that they tried to contact nearby hospitals first just to see if maybe Ralph was at one of them hurt, but their efforts with that turned up empty. So there is a documentary that is supposed to come out about this case, and it's by a filmmaker named Anthony Marquez. I actually looked at the trailers for this potential film on YouTube, which there is a few, And in one of the videos, Ralph's cousin Fabiola explains how she first learned about his disappearance. Fabiola was notified by Ralph's sister, who was contacted by Bridget. And Ralph's sister was told that Ralph had left so many of his personal items behind, he hadn't come back to their hotel room, nor has he contacted anyone. When this information got over to Fabiola, she was not feeling Bridget's story at all, and she immediately felt she may have been responsible for why her cousin went missing. But once Ralph's case got into the hands of detectives in the city of Barry, a timeline with very limited information was put together, which detailed some of his final moments before he disappeared. At 2 o'clock p.m. on April 13th, which was 13 hours after Ralph was allegedly seen leaving his hotel room, a call was placed to his medical provider to refill his prescription. We unfortunately don't know who made that call for sure, but what we do know is that Ralph, nor anyone else, ever went to the pharmacy to pick it up. Authorities explained how they quickly tried to put out a press release in regards to Ralph's disappearance, but the email attempt to get this out was unsuccessful. From my understanding in these very short clips from this documentary, it seems that the press release just didn't go out. I don't know why, that's all I could really get from that, but law enforcement officials stressed that they went through many options after this to ensure that people were aware of Ralph's case. It was stated that flyers were put up, multiple interrogations were held, and law enforcement contacted local news agencies. Eventually, a press release did go public, but it doesn't seem like the media took much attention to Ralph's disappearance, which is very frustrating, but not very surprising. This also doesn't help with his investigation because if it's not out there for people to know about, people won't know about it. But even though there was this lack of media coverage, searches for Ralph started in the weeks after he vanished. Authorities and searchers looked into additional hotels in the Barry area. They searched rivers and bike paths with canine dogs, but they did not find any sign of the 38-year-old. 
While all of this was taking place and Ralph's family, who I should mention, are located in different states, some were in Massachusetts and he had some people in Rhode Island, while they were worried and hoping for his safe return, they learned that Ralph's girlfriend Bridget was in a whole new relationship just a few weeks after he went missing. Then Bridget became Facebook official with another man just a couple of weeks after this which was May of 2020, now only a month after the last time she said she saw Ralph. And this sparked suspicion for a lot of people. I mean, this was already two other relationships that happened right after being with someone for years who just mysteriously went missing. Ralph's family, for one, felt some type of way about this, which they've already expressed, Then you had locals and residents from the Barry area who are not shy at all about saying how they feel about Bridget in this sense. There is a lot of speculation and assumptions regarding this case in general, and people are just not hiding how they feel. Now, I am only going off of what I read online as far as Reddit, Facebook, and blogs, but there seems to be an ongoing conversation from outsiders that feel strongly about Bridget having something to do with Ralph going missing. In the months following the investigation, interviews continued, and a $5,000 reward was actually put up for anyone with information. But it seems Ralph's case remained stagnant, with no new helpful leads. Law enforcement was receiving tips, but many of them ended up being dead ends, and a lot of them were just rumors. Additional searches took place, which included underwater drones, and this was actually done with the help of the film crew that's aspiring to make this documentary about Ralph that I mentioned. According to an article from Time Argus, the film crew, they are the ones, which is so dope, that got this Minnesota company to aid in these searches with authorities using this underwater equipment to search the quarries. In August of 2020, four months since Ralph was reported missing, his on-and-off girlfriend Bridget was arrested again. This time, it was for selling fentanyl-laced heroin to a local orange man. Unfortunately, this man died from an overdose, and Bridget, as well as her new bae, were both charged with selling a regulated drug with death resulting. Now, locals from Barry who are familiar with Ralph's case, especially after this arrest, they remain defiant that Bridget may know more than what she is putting out. Again, these are only speculations, but multiple opinions are continuing to swirl around Ralph's case, and it seems people just feel Bridget is hiding something, and they feel foul play was involved and that she may have gotten help from one of the new men she had in her life after Ralph disappeared. Officers have continued to receive tips about where Ralph's body could be found, but over time, they just ended up being either bogus or a hoax, so not helpful to the investigation, which has left it at a standstill. Local residents from Barrie have also expressed their frustrations with law enforcement in regards to this case. They don't feel enough has been publicized or done about the disappearance of Ralph. 
And in an April of 2021 article from Seven Days, which was a year after he went missing, they reported that they spoke with people who lived at and nearby the area where Ralph was last seen, at the Hollow Inn and Motel. And some of these locals mentioned to Seven Days that authorities never came by and spoke with them back in 2020 when an investigation started. Residents and activists strongly feel authorities just didn't go hard for this case or do the basics. And they feel this was due to Ralph's socioeconomic status and because he is simply a Black man. I should note for this episode's purposes that Bridget is a white woman and people question, had these circumstances been flipped where she was the one that was missing and Ralph was the last person to reportedly see her after an argument at that, would the delay and the sense of urgency be the same? Probably not. And there's a good chance that Ralph would have gotten arrested at this point. However, the Barry City police chief wanted it to be known that law enforcement has been doing all that they can to find Ralph. Tim Bombardier stated, quote, We've conducted over 56 interviews. We've done multiple searches, close to 30 searches, of different areas, including search warrants and outdoor searches with canine teams, people, scuba teams, and aerial drones. A lot of time and effort has been put into this case, end quote. Investigators theorize that something happened to Ralph that morning in question, and they feel that one or more individuals are responsible for his disappearance. They also feel that there are people who are fully aware of what happened to him that day, and they are hoping that someone comes forward with enough information to officially investigate someone and make an arrest. Ralph's family strongly believes he was a victim of foul play as well, and they continue to push to not only find him, but search for answers. His loved ones have expressed that they are just hoping the FBI can get involved sooner than later in regards to this case and that they could potentially aid in this investigation that hasn't gotten very far as of today. Besides this bit of information, y'all, there is not much more we know about Ralph's disappearance, unfortunately. Authorities may know more than they are releasing, And like I mentioned, there is also a documentary that appears to be in the works. I was able to get some information that wasn't in the news articles from those trailers of this potential film. So hopefully, you know, if it does come out, it can shed some more light on who Ralph is as a person and just put a spotlight on his case in general because it is not covered in the media. Someone may know something and someone may have saw something. People just need to be aware. Ralph's last known whereabouts was allegedly after he was seen by his girlfriend Bridget leaving their hotel room after an argument with her around 1 o'clock a.m. Honestly, though, we don't really know how valid this actually is. Chief Bombardier even expressed to a local news station that new information could possibly place Ralph in a different location. And if you think about it, there has been no released proof or evidence to suggest that Ralph even walked out of his hotel room on his own, unharmed. 
Then later that day at two o'clock PM, according to this timeline released, we got to keep in mind that a phone call was made to refill Ralph's prescription, but it was never retrieved, which is nonetheless odd. No arrests have been made pertaining to suspects in Ralph's disappearance, and the investigation appears to remain at a standstill as of recent articles. Ralph Jean Marie has ties in the following states, Massachusetts, New York, and Rhode Island. Like I mentioned earlier, he was allegedly last seen wearing gray pajama pants, a gray jacket, a black and gray hat that said King, as well as some black sneakers. Anyone with information about his disappearance is encouraged to reach out to the Barry City Police Department at 802-476-6613 or you can contact VTIPS at 844-848-8477.